Hey, howdy, hey, one and all, welcome to episode 78 of the Hillcrest Duo. Today is January 27th, 2018. I am your host, Brad Risto. Follow me on Twitter at Brad Risto. I am joined by my illustrious co-host, Mr. Metal John. And I'm on Twitter at Metal John Radio. We do welcome you to this episode of the Hillcrest Deal. We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to try and preview some of the Super Bowl ads this week. We're going to talk about Flash. We're going to talk about the Supergirl. We're also going to talk about the Hillcrest Duo's top ten movies of last year, which is, of course, 2017. But as always, we're going to start off the show. What the heck you been doing this week, Metal? I, I have not been doing a whole lot of anything. Just uh, out catching up on some movies. Uh, I had to finish uh, quite a few movies, uh, you know, to to do my top ten list, which I've prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, also, went, uh, you know, work. Bought well, it. Yeah, going to work is um, kind of a necessity. Um, this week, I did a couple things. I signed up for two races that I will be racing in the upcoming year. I've got a few more that I'm planning to do, but I signed up for the Shamrock Shuffle, which is an 8K. Let I've- me guess, that's around Easter. <laughs> it's late March, okay. and it is obviously for St. Patty's Day, and nowhere near. Actually, now we're really near it. But you know what? You're drunk. Who cares? But it's a. Also, it, you get drunk and then you run. You can get drunk after you get a beer ticket. Want to run it with me? It's only eight kilometers. No, it's five would, miles. I don't. I don't pay to to run. It's only five. If I, miles. If I want to run, I'll just go run. Like yeah, I but mean, you get a medal that, that says I, I did this. What do you do with your medals? Mine are hanging up in my cubicle at work. Okay. They all look La-dee-da. cool. La di da. You're just jealous you can't run at five miles. I, I don't want to run five miles. It's fun to run five miles. And then I also signed up, and this is Memorial Day weekend. It's Saturday morning, Memorial Day weekend. The Soldier Field 10 Mile ends on, starts and ends on Soldier Field. So you run 10 miles within the field? No, you um start at um a midfield, you go out, run along the lakefront, pull a UE, come back and finish at Soldier Field at the 50-yard line. Oh, okay. Which All is right. f- cool. Yeah, I guess, you know, but again, you're running, you're not really enjoying the view. Oh, you- see me, I would rather go for a walk on the lakefront, enjoy the view than to go for a run on the lakefront and can you walk at a Be pace? Out of breath. A, can you walk at a pace above 15 miles an hour? I don't probably. I could walk fast. Well, then you could probably do this too, because that's that's the um, pace you have to have. You just say above 15 miles an hour, and then you'd be fine. Okay. But I'm gonna run. I, but what I if like you fall below that pace? Do they just like do they come by with a golf cart, hook you up, and and no, and no, take no, you away? no. Of course not. So you're you're off the pace. You're out of here. Black flag. They come by with a combine and just and you get spit out the back. All right. That's how they get rid of all the people who can't run fast enough. So be careful. Well, oh, Brad, there. next weekend Super Bowl Sunday. It is. I I'm, don't. I don't know if we'll do a podcast before the Super Bowl. So just in case we don't, what, what do you? Who you got? Uh, Eagles, a, Patriots. It. You know what? It's really hard to go against the Patriots because one thing I determined last week. Well, it's hard is, to go against the Patriots. I get that, but uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, what team are you rooting to win? Oh, rooting to win? I guess the Eagles just new blood, but I determined something last week. Tom Brady sold his soul to the devil. It is the only logical explanation. He was at home alone? <laughs> he sold his soul to the devil because it is clear, based on the way they won that game and won, have won so many games, how he remains looking so young, how he got his wife, how, and how he does everything, he sold his soul to the devil at one time. 
only way to um, uh, defeat him now, get him to say Mott Edrib, which, of course, is Tom Brady backwards. You okay. Say, if he says Mott Edrib, he'll just turn to dust. Okay. I've determined this. He had to sell his soul to the devil, which was really easy for him because he just had to go talk to Bill Belichick. Got it. So uh, you are rooting for the Eagles, but you think the Patriots are going to win? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to root for the Eagles, and I hope the Eagles win. I'm not even going to say. If I had to put money down on just a straight-up winner, gun to my head, I'd put my money on the Patriots. Just not because... me. I'd put my money on the Eagles. I think the Eagles could win. So you have a gun to your head. You have to say, okay, um, uh, the, you have to pick the winner of this game. If you're wrong, I blow your head off. You're going to pick the Eagles. No. Okay. In that, but I hope I'm never in that situation. Me Pick neither. the winner of a game that you have n- n- no not say much in the outcome. In. And not much interest in. That's like saying pick heads or tails, and if you lose, you die. Exactly. In that case, you actually do have a 50-50 chance. This one is a little bit probably more 50-50 in favor of the Patriots. Okay. Just a touch more, but I'd still pick the Patriots. Well, uh, real quick about the Super Bowl. So, as we know, during the Super Bowl, sometimes there's some uh, trailers that are released during... Uh, trailers, ads. Just one of the best dumb Sundays of the year for the big movies coming out. Some, most of them will probably be online by this time next weekend. Oh, yeah. But we don't know who's confirmed, who's not confirmed. Not as yet. As far as yeah. trailers go, but is there anything that you're hoping to see a trailer for? Um. Well... We've seen plenty of Black Panther trailers, but I'd still like it. I'd like a new one of that. But what I really, really want to see, Han Solo. A Han Star Solo Wars trailer? Movie. Yeah, that Han- could happen. Speaking of the Marvel stuff, I, I, I think because we've already seen a lot of Black Panther, we could possibly get an Ant Man trailer. Maybe the Infinity War trailer. Maybe a Deadpool trailer. Ooh, Maybe. because that is supposed to come out uh, pretty soon, actually. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, just the other day, um, it's been sort of. Rumored that uh, the new Mission Impossible teaser will be released during the Super Bowl. Cool. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, uh, which, by the way, I saw some video online this week. Uh, so Tom Cruise broke his ankle while filming a stunt, and Jeez. the video of him breaking his ankle is out there. So if you want to look at Ouchie. Tom Tom Cruise breaking his ankle filming, you can Well, he's like 50, yeah. and he's doing all these uh, stunts. He needs to stop. Um, oh, here's the trailer I'm hoping for. The Jurassic World sequel. Oh yeah. I think I think that's got a very good chance of possibly being on during the Super Bowl. So and we'll um, see. do you think maybe we'll get another Stranger Things um a season three trailer? Oh, a teaser. Yeah. A little teaser there because they might be they might be able to um crank it out for this um upcoming uh uh Halloween again. Yeah. Or we could see a teaser for the upcoming House of Cards season. We could. Which would be. Very interesting because obviously with all the controversy behind it, Kevin all of a sudden you throw a trailer on during the Super Bowl, a teaser. Biggest. Now you're going to get people talking. Oh yeah, I'm I, obviously the tra- some of the trailers are always the best part of them. It because there are some good ads, but there are some trailers good. are what you want to see because that's what you the media you'll be consuming over the course of the year. Yeah. I mean, the only downside is when they all get leaked online, and all of a sudden you can see all the teasers online the day before the Super Bowl. It kind of makes it I'm hoping they don't do that. I want it to just be nothing but nothing. Yes. Just don't leak anything. Don't 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 even say, hey, we're going to show an ad for this. No. Let it be Our Super Bowl ad is is going to be on on Sunday. Here it is. No. You can put it online. Well, I mean, I know they could put out there, like, oh, Paramount Pictures has – 
this time block. You know, yes, don't even Disney tell has me. this time block. Well, or you can kind of tell start me thinking. what company bought it. Yeah. Just tell me which one it is, and let me be surprised. I can't. Exactly. I cannot wait. I love all the right. Super Bowl. It's going to be a good game. There's going to be good trailers. It's going to be a good time all around. We are going to talk about Supergirl. We are going to talk about Flash. But first and foremost, let's get into it. The Hillcrest Duo Top Ten, compiled by U Metal. Yes, the top ten films of 2017. We will start with number ten. Uh, the 10 best film of 2017, Molly's Game. The true story about Molly Bloom. She ran a high-stakes poker game with some big-time celebrities. She was an Olympic skier. Yeah. Um, Aaron Sorkin wrote and directed this film, his very first film directing. Uh, I am a huge fan of Aaron Sorkin. You he will is... love it. If you like, this movie is very similar to The Big Short. It's kind of told in that same mm-hmm. comedic, like, uh, uh, you know, narrative uh, yes. Form and and with it just being about high stakes poker, even if you have no interest in poker or care about poker, you're interested in this story because it's so interesting how she, not only she got involved, uh, the mysterious of who some of these celebrities are that she had worked with. Uh, Michael Sarah plays a big time celebrity in the movie. She won't say who he's playing, but. If you do some research, you could figure it out that he was actually playing Tobey Maguire. So Tobey cool. Maguire it was involved in a lot of these games, and, and I take apparently it, he was a douchebag. And, <laughs> and I take it um, it keeps the Aaron Sorkin pithy dialogue. Oh, absolutely. And it's, and it's That's my favorite part about anything Aaron Sorkin done yeah. is the walk and talk Je- and just how good conversations yeah. are, what he's able to do with Jessica them. Chastain is awesome in this film. Uh, it, it's just overall really good movie. So I'm, have uh, to, I'm definitely going to have to um, seek this one out. Yeah. Uh, my number nine film, 2017, is uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Here's really? Only number nine? Because I've heard nothing but good things about this one. I, It's one of the favorites to win an Oscar, but yeah. you only got it at number nine. I only have it on, on my list at number nine. Yeah, a lot of like critics and big timers are all have it in their top three. Yes. Uh, I've got it at number nine. It was a fantastic movie. It's just a, a little film, little artsy Art house film, but the acting in this movie, the storyline, the dialogue, everything in this movie is just really amazing. And you will be showing th- why Woody Harrelson was the best um, um, uh, actor on Cheers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, Frances McDormand. I mean, she's wonderful in everything she does, and she's just like this movie was like almost written for her to play. Like I can't imagine anybody else playing the lead character in this film. Great movie. Uh, number eight. Uh, another movie that's uh, got a lot of uh, uh, favorites to to possibly win Oscar, and that's Lady Bird, which is a, a coming of age film about a teenager and her relationship with her mother. Um, the young lady who stars in this movie has been in quite a few movies. Uh, she's got one of the most difficult names to pronounce, but I just call her Hannah because she's Hannah from the Hannah movie. Oh, cool. like uh, and you know she's a great actress, uh, but yeah, Hannah is uh, is the is the lead in this one. Uh, she's she's fantastic, and me I, I we've talked about this before on the show. We've even done a dedicated podcast. I love coming of age films. Yes, um, you know they always just really do a good job at tugging at the heartstrings and kind of making you think about your childhood. And because you're a up. perpetual teenager. Yes. Uh, so fantastic movie, Lady Bird. That's coming in at number eight. Number seven. This might be a big surprise. This is not on a lot of top ten lists for a lot of people. It is on my top ten list because. I've watched it twice now, once in theater, and then I bought it on 4K, and I recently watched it again, and I just love this movie so much. It. It. The best horror movie of 2017. 
Fantastic cast, great comedy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about Get Out? Get Out is not on my list, but it would have been maybe at like 11 you or 12. You and I aren't friends anymore. It would have been near 11 or 12 on my list. Uh, but I, I, I thought it was a, just a f- overall fun movie. I, I'd even call this also a coming-of-age film. You oh, know, I, with the young, I'd with agree the young with cast, you. Uh, just a young cast. It's kind of got that Stranger Things, Stand By Me, Goonies, Monster Squad. It's kind of got that whole feel to it. And then you throw in the creepy clown. Uh, Bill Saskar, just amazing as Pennywise. Um, and, and I don't like calling this movie a remake because, in my opinion, it's not a remake. It's a film. It's it's a movie where the the old 1980s was a TV series, a made-for-TV two-part series. It yeah. really wasn't a movie uh, on TV, but true. So I don't really call this a remake. I call this sort of it, it sort of separates itself from that from that story. But again, all just my opinion. I love again, that movie so much. It's coming in. It's at a it's seven. a good one, but real really, you don't have Get Out in your top ten. No, one of the another one of the Oscar nominated ones. Yeah, no, I mean I love to Get Out too. I saw that twice. In the I theater. love that movie. No, I did. I do too. And I, I'm and I just love the story. How I'm a uh, Peel decided I'm gonna make give the, him a happy ending. Yeah, because you heard now, how that happened. Now, once it gets closer to Oscars, we'll we'll talk more about Oscar predictions. I'm I'm really happy for Peel. I'm glad he got an Oscar now, nomination for it. I'm glad I'm he's a, got no chance in hell at winning though. I really don't think. Didn't he also get the original screenplay nomination? He did get the screenplay. He I, could do that. He's, he might get that one. Yeah, um, that will probably be the but one. I don't he think gets. he's going to win the director. I mean, you got Christopher Nolan getting his very first Oscar nomination. He could possibly win. Uh, I believe Spielberg's got a nomination. He could possibly. I mean, oh, you I, look at you look at the names that are on that best director list, and I I really don't see Jordan Peele winning it. But I think it's still fantastic he got nominated for it. I mean, it, it is a great movie. It's a great Again, movie. Again, just didn't crack my top ten. Okay, but I it's definitely wanted, my top I twelve. Had, I just had to um, uh, put that in since you were, we were discussing a horror. Let's move on. All right, number six on my list: All of the Money in the World, uh, Ridley Scott's film about the Getty kidnapping. Uh, this is the movie too that had a lot of controversy behind it because Kevin Spacey was playing Paul Getty, and they pulled it and quickly reshot. They over the course of nine days, they got Christopher Plummer to reshoot all of his scenes, and uh, and Christopher Plummer actually nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor, that which is I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win. He ha- couldn't barely um, uh, get into character, and he and got he, a and nom. He, he really didn't know much about the Getty stuff, didn't know much about – he had actually met Paul Getty before, but really didn't – he didn't watch any of the Kevin Spacey footage, even though they asked him if he wanted to. He just – he went out there and he did it, and he nailed it and did a great job. But outside of Christopher Plummer's performance, the movie to, all together is just an interesting story, another true story. This is, uh, what, the second true story on my top ten list, um, uh, All the Money in the World, about uh, the Getty kidnapping. It really makes you interested in the whole the whole production, like everything about mm-hmm. Getty, everything about the kidnapping and – and the reason why he didn't want to give up the money, you know, the the, the ear getting cut off, like just so much yeah. stuff with this. And Ridley Scott, fantastic storyteller. I mean, great, great, mm-hmm. great film. I can't say enough good things about it. So, uh, yeah, definitely number six on my top ten list. One of the biggest surprises of the year. I went to go see – that was my Christmas Day movie. Went to go see that Christmas morning 
Uh, when I woke up, I was like, all right, I gotta go see a movie on Christmas Day. What's it gonna be? I'm gonna go see this. So I went to go see it, and I was just blown away at how awesome that movie was from start to finish. All right, moving on. Let's Number get to five. your top five. Number five, another true story film, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Christopher Nolan's war film about the battle at Dunkirk um, came out uh, late summer, early fall. Uh, the IMAX, uh, seeing that movie in IMAX, it was amazing. Just, I love war movies. This is just a fantastic war movie. Great acting. Uh, you got Bane, you got Scarecrow, you got uh, uh, Henry Styles. Uh, <laughs> uh, talk about just a strange cast uh, yes. of characters, but uh, I, I, it's one of those movies that like it's it's about a small battle that took place yes. during World War II over the course of just a few days, and they really did a good job at capturing just those few days, told from a couple different vantage points, and and you really don't get into the politics outside of Dunkirk too much. It's just strictly focused on here's what's going on and, and it's chaotic and, and we gotta help these kids. Right. And you don't really kinda get into the Churchill stuff and and, and, and whatnot, which speaking of that, the darkest hour focuses a lot about Dunkirk. You hear yes. a lot about Dunkirk. And after seeing Dunkirk and then seeing Darkest Hour, you're like, whoa, this is like it's almost like these movies are connected to each other. Yeah. But uh anyways, fantastic film. Um I, I'm really glad to see that movie get a lot of uh, nominations a nice as nomination. well. Nice nomination. Because that was a movie that when I saw it in theaters, I was like, man, this is like, this is definitely top five of the year material. Okay, so, and it's number five. Number so, five. Now, yeah. going up, one up, let's go to number four. Let's go to number four. You ready? You might want to record this one. I record everything. Logan. That is one that did not get enough um, um, love for um, Oscar nominations. Yeah, I mean, talk about a great story. And not only that, but just overall, just a great, like, tribute to one of the one of the most iconic and popular superheroes, and, movie- and and it's and it's a movie that doesn't feel like a superhero movie. And it's a movie character characters. movie and huh? movie characters. I'll move yeah, as, I, I'm I mean Hugh Jackman's betrayal of Wolverine. Not only did they give the character a great tribute, tell a great story, it didn't feel like a superhero movie. No, like, it just it, it felt-, felt like a character movie. And that's why mm-hmm. just titling it Logan made like the best sense. Yes, they could have titled it Wolverine. They could have titled it, you know, I, I, I mean, X-Men, Logan, you know. No, they but could they have, went they, with they, Logan. They, they, very simple, but, oh, man. I just I'm remember, a minimalist, so I love it. Huh? I, I'm, I'm a minimalist, so I just love it calling it Logan. Yep. And just letting it stand on its own, and boy, does it. It is, for me, also one of my favorites. I think it'd probably be in my top three films, but. There it is. Well, it's in my top four. And. It's one that I, like I said, did not get enough love um, from the Oscars, from the Academy. No, I, I mean, it might have and some people sound poo-poo. mixing I, nominations, if I remember correctly. But just, I, I mean, again, this was a movie that came out in March. This yes. came out r- really early in the year. And, um, that that and, usually and, and, kills and, your chances. And, yeah, sometimes a lot of people forget about those movies. And um, another movie, too, that was probably forgotten about and criticized for being forgetting about it both the golden globes and the oscars that's wonder woman that's my number three film once again i agree with you i'm a problem i would personally probably flip them but i think they're both great films they both tell great stories well i i think the reason why for me wonder woman's just slightly better is i think because wonder woman had a bigger surprise element for me yeah. Like, I went into that movie not expecting it to be as great as it was, and I was just blown away. Because it's not a superhero ag- movie, again, it's a spy movie. Again, it feels, it feels like a spy war movie with a superhero in it. 
Yes. And, and you know, and it's so female heavy. I mean, you got Gal Gadot. Patty Jenkins directed. That's one of the biggest snubs of the Oscars, if you ask me. You think she should have got for, at least a nom? Yeah. Well, and, and when you think about all the controversy going on throughout this whole year in Hollywood, and even going back to last year about how the Oscars male-dominant. Other than Meryl Streep, males-dominant. Yeah. White males dominate all the awards and all the Oscars. White men and, suck. And, 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 you know, this year you had a little bit of diversity, obviously, with, uh, you know, Get Out getting some nominations. Yeah. But I thought for sure Patty Jenkins was a lock for an Oscar for nomination. At least a nom. Based, based on the fact that female director, female driven movie, females historically getting snubbed at Oscars. And it, this is your chance to. to it, and she was. And we well deserved. I mean, this yeah. Wonder Woman, definitely by far one of the best films of the year my, in I my agree. top five. I think it cracked a lot of top ten lists for some critics, um, and you know clearly one of the best superhero movies of the year. That mm-hmm. and Logan, I mean, flip a coin for most people. Uh, those are your top two superhero films of the year, and they're superhero films that don't feel like superheroes. Yeah, you know they they really feel like character they move driven beyond the um, uh, medium. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's my number three. Let's uh, get to the top three movies of the year so, at number three. No, that was number three, Wonder Woman. Oh, number two. Number two, I'm. Number two is a movie that came out in late January of 2017. Some people have it listed as a 2016 movie on like IMDb. I think it's. I don't know why it's listed as 2016. It was not played in any theaters prior to January 2017. Okay. For me, it's a 2017 movie um, because it, it. I didn't. It wouldn't even crack my 2016 list. I mean, it would have been on there. Last year, but all right, it's split. Ah, split. Splits. Uh, very early 2017 movie. Again, I'm considering a 2017 movie. Um, James McAvoy, he would have been an Oscar nominee for sure if they were to release that movie, say two months ago in November, maybe even around Halloween time. I think this movie would have got a, some love at the Oscars this year. Uh, but again, no love last year at the Oscars, and no love this year. I think it just has to do with the timing and when it was released. But uh, talk about it. Just a great psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. M. Night Sharon finally getting back on the map, getting back to his roots from, you know, The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable. Spoilers, <laughs> this movie is tied to Unbreakable. And immediately after the release of this movie and all the hype, M. Night started writing a new movie called Glass. So obviously we we're going to can... see another another story in this in this unbreakable uh yes you know storyline so i i'm pretty excited but split hands down one of my favorite movies of the year and it just stayed at the top of my list like since i saw it last year and it just stayed there and really was really hard to like knock down you know any notches and the only movie that did knock it down my number one film of 2017 baby driver there was another movie that came out in the spring. Yeah. The minute and I saw it, I loved I, it. I had and, you pegged for Shape of Water. No. Which is a lot of people's favorite to win the best picture. You know, uh, I'll get into Shape of Water in just a second. But so Baby Driver. Fun Edgar action Whiter. movie. I, I, yeah. I mean, I know you went to go see it, but mm-hmm. uh, writer-director Edgar Wright, I thought he did a fantastic job with this movie. This movie did get some Oscar nominations, but mostly on the sound mixing, sound editing side. side. It's going to be the unaired stuff. Yeah, and, and I think it's got a really good shot at possibly winning. I mean, it got, for the most part, I think Edgar Wright got snubbed well on, on directing and, and writing, mostly because of the fact that Kevin Spacey's in the movie. Uh, I mean, I think it really did yeah, some, Kevin uh, did some Spacey- damage. But I th- also think this movie probably didn't get a lot of love from a lot of critics. 
Um, I, I do know a lot of critics comedy. said this is one of the best films of the year, but a lot of critics probably buried it in their top ten list or didn't include it, which is which is a shame because I thought, even though it's unfortunate Kevin Spacey's in the movie and his name's tied to the credits of this movie, but it's a fantastic story. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, outside of outside of the fact that his, he's involved in it, I think it's a fantastic film and still my favorite film of the year. Stayed at the top of my list. But so, uh, Shape of Water, good movie, good sci-fi, good like kind of fantasy love story movie. Just for me, outside of Michael Shannon's performance in that movie, I just thought it was okay. I really didn't get into the whole this lady falling in love with this creature and it becoming a love story, like a fantasy right. love story. It didn't really. Move it didn't me. connect with you. It didn't move me like it moved other people. Um, but I did think it was a good movie, and again, Michael Shannon was awesome in it. So I, cool. I, I mean, I love me some Michael Shannon, and he was great in that movie. Just not for me. It's just not top ten, you know, material. Okay, that's fine. Uh, same with the Post. I, I, I went and saw the Post, the Steven Spielberg movie. You think Steven Spielberg? Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks. Oh, this movie's just this movie's gonna get like 25 Oscar nominations and clean house. But it was a good story. It's just for me, again, just didn't do anything for me to say, oh, this is top 10 material. Okay, well, um, that is our top 10. The Hillcrest Duo movie of the year is Baby Driver. They can put that on the DVD box now. Yes, and. Everyone will be happy. Um, we actually have pretty much run out of time, so we're going to have to take a bit of a mulligan on Supergirl and The Flash. Oh, next week we'll definitely yeah, talk about it. Next week we'll talk about it. I just do want to get out my one quick thought on Supergirl from this week. I was very, very upset the fact that they said the Blue Sun would take her powers away. Because, and I'm going, this is complete nerd rage, Blue Sun gives Kryptonians super, super powers. Oh. Times two. Superpower times two, but that's me. Little continuity error that pissed you off. Huh? Yes, that's them just ignoring the DC universe. But then again, they've done that in the, the other shows like The Flash, because obviously in that one, instead of Killer Frost just being a, another person, a actual person, they just make it an alternate personality like the Hulk. Yeah, and and uh, speaking of the Flash, real quick, I know you were pretty excited about seeing somebody in this past week's episode of the Flash because you were you couldn't stop tweeting about it. Oh yes, Goldberg was in it, and I like the way they um, uh, put, um made him a good guy instead of just making him a villain of the week. Because you have this big muscular uh, meat house, you'd think we're gonna make him a villain. Nope, he's gonna be Barry's ally in the prison. Yeah, and I, I, think I, that's I, a, I thought that was. A I think great that's a really too. smart use of him instead of just making him the villain of yeah, the week. He could have been the prison, you know, prison yard, you know, gang leader guy, mm-hmm. but instead he's kind of the silent protector. Yes, and. I thought uh, I did like how they um, uh, allowed Barry to beat up the um, uh, other um, uh, prison inmates. Just let him use his speed because I thought for sure he'd have to take at least one beating. Yeah, just because he's this nebbish nerd and he's probably put a lot of them in there because he was a CSI. And I still think they'll probably get and, and that. I kind of like in. his prison look. I yes. like his raggedy, rusty, you know, beard mm-hmm. thing he's got going on. I like it. I'm digging it. But they're still probably going to do the one where one of the inmates says, "You put me in here. I'm gonna get you, boy." But again, next week, next week, uh, we'll we'll, do... we're gonna we'll catch up on Supergirl. We'll catch up on the Flash. Uh, we'll also maybe talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl. This is assuming we we get a podcast in next yeah. week, so we'll see how things go. This has been episode 78 of the Hillcrest Duo. I am, of course, 
your host this week. I am Brad Risto. Follow me on Twitter at Brad Risto. I'm joined by Metal John. And I'm at Metal John Radio on Twitter. We will try to make it in back again next week. If not, uh, see you in two weeks. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back.